Um, you. you know, just to get back to the Depp Heard verdict yes. um, in the conclusion of the Johnny Depp's defamation case against Amber Heard, the jury awarded both parties damages for their claims. <laughs> and the outcome of the case really is a referendum on who the jury found more credible, Johnny or Amber. Obviously, Johnny. Right. But when you think about a jury awards Johnny Depp 10 plus million dollars in damages in the defamation suit, and then she wins $2 million in her countersuit, saying Depp's legal team falsely accused her of fabricating claims against him. Isn't that crazy? I mean... Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of, you're like, what? You know, and but I guess it would have had to do with their specifics, but um, there's going to be a lot of legal beagling. Oh, sure. Going on with this. Well, um But again, I think so many people what I forgot until today was that she was suing him her countersuit her, from the case a year ago when he worked with different attorneys, Adam Waldman and he was doing stories and yes. being very vocal uh, with uh, quotes and stories about Amber Heard. Yes. Yes. Yeah, no, Got it wasn't a countersuit about the op-ed. Right. It was kind of confusing a little bit. Yeah, yeah, very, very mm-hmm. much so. Very much so. And I think Adam Waldman got kicked off of Twitter. And we never liked when Johnny switched his longtime team no. and went over to Adam Waldman no. and and all of that. It felt like Adam gave the okay for him to do that drunken Rolling Stone, Stone interview oh. and all of that. So, yeah. um, okay, well, uh, I don't know... Um, Yesterday, you know, we played Ramona Singer from The Real Housewives of New York <laughs> opening up on camera. Yes. Her Lucite box with an grave in, uh, invitation from Teresa Judice. And mm-hmm. she ends up, you know, revealing the date of the wedding. The place August of the 6th, wedding. The place of the wedding, the Park Chateau Estate in East New Brunswick. How to RSVP to the wedding. That's right. And the netizens of the, you know, and I, apparently it, uh, Ramona took it down, but like she had it up forever, like maybe 10 minutes. Right. For her assistant or whatever. And anyway, uh, what happened is that all those good little netizens that are out there, um, on Instagram, they were able to use that code to see who RSVP'd. Uh-oh. Okay. Oh, this is hysterical. Okay, who? Okay, okay tell me who. Yeah, eagle-eyed fans noticed that because the wedding website and password were on the invitation, um, and Teresa and whatever, Louie, they deactivated the site like maybe... An hour or so, hour and a half after Ramona did that. And, but Margaret Josephs and her uh, on again, off again friend Jackie from New they were all invited. Right. Jennifer Dolores, Melissa, of course, Ramona, Cynthia Bailey, Kenya, Bo- Luann, Kyle Richards, everyone on that ultimate girls right. trip were invited, uh, Dina Manzo, Andy Cohen. People were able to find out a lot. That's funny. But Ramona's, uh, she had to hire a publicist for this one off. It, this did not go as well. She, the publicist is, Ramona has pub, has apologized to Teresa and Louie. She's so sorry. She was not thinking and is just so excited for Teresa and loved the invitation. It's, there you go. But no word on whether or not, you know, they're going Would to you change. ever, in your heart of hearts, I mean, could you ever, you got an invitation to something like that, would you ever post it on Instagram? 
That is just like basic one-on-one. Because she always says she says she knows she knows manners, and she always pretends no. she's the class. She a. has no manners. I know, but she would has you ever no class? ever? No, no. I mean, post anybody's of anybody I, all else's I information. Know is that she's uninvited to the wedding? I, that, I, that, that would, would be my thing. Yeah. I would be like, I you're be no bad. longer welcome <laughs> to my wedding. <laughs> you know, just because you were on the ultimate girls trip with me. I don't know. I don't know uh, how this impacts Teresa's desire right. to sell her wedding photos. There you go. Because if everyone knows the dates, there's going to be all kinds of would-be paparazzis right. staking out uh, the estate in East New Brunswick, New Jersey. So, anyway, I would have been furious. Furious, furious, furious. Beyond. Beyond. Now, here's a blind item I think that even Grant could get, but, Joy, I'm really hoping you're going to get this. It's from Bravo and Cocktails. This West Coast housewife didn't suddenly develop a drinking and pill problem. Yes, she has a lot going on. But this whole narrative is an effort to take the focus away from her legal issues. <laughs> her acting's a mess. Drunken disorderly is an attempt to shift her storyline. Not buying it. Erica Jane. Ding, 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 ding. I mean, she's really trying to say, I mean, she's really trying to. But have you noticed how many oh, yeah. drunk scenes we've oh, seen yeah. of her in the previews? Oh, yeah. Oh, so oh, she's, yeah. yeah. And there's a scene where Lisa says, oh, honey, you can't yeah. mix Xanax and right. booze. Right, you right, got to right. pick one or the other. Right. Oh, yeah. You know, oh, honey. Right. And so, yeah, wow. That's a good storyline shift. Well, it's Erica. a good, good shift. Good, good yeah. luck with that. Um, apparently, Andy Cohen and the Suits at Bravo got, um, they're getting some backlash over the Real Housewives of Dubai, which airs which tonight. Which airs tonight, and their, trade, their little names are out, I don't know. Twelve different organizations joined forces and released a statement to Andy, NBC Universal, which is Bravo's right, parent, parent company. company, and they're asking... Bravo to publicly state either at the beginning or end of the show that they disagree with several practices and laws within Dubai and the United Arab Emirates, that they should not act like there's nothing to see there. We're deeply concerned by your decision to produce and launch the latest edition of the Real Housewives series in Dubai. Dubai is an absolute monarchy that is part of the dictatorship. Yes, I know. Of right? the United Arab Emirates by setting the Real Housewives franchise in Dubai, you are helping the United Arab Emirates dictatorship hide its male rulers' misogyny, legalized homophobia, and mass violence against women. So they want uh, Bravo to run a statement th- yeah. at the beginning or end, and I think Bravo should do that. Yeah. I, I agree with you. Especially would- with everything that all those shows have been, it's been coming out with things that have been said and not really picked up on. And- well, first they're wanting to make sure that they're, they're in no way the rulers of Dubai or United a- Arab Emirates is giving the production company any, any money. money. Ah. I would agree with that, Lori. I agree and with then that. They well, wanted, you know the tourism is. Yes, and they just want a disclaimer that uh, at the start of each episode, you oppose the UAE and Dubai dictators, misogyny, women's rights violation, the war in Yemen, and homophobia. And um, Smart. They need to put that. Well, uh, we'll they're so far ignoring it. Really? Yeah. They're mm-hmm. not? Oh, and no, it's, I um, 
it's 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 you know it's a lot of it's twelve different. Um, That's terrible. Uh, yeah, because people don't know that. No, I mean I didn't because know that. Dubai, we just think of it as like it gets gotten stars. Remember, in the Lori and I really never wanted to go there because if you I'm, kissed in public or you, yeah. you no, couldn't do anything. We, there. we we would have been can, arrested. We can't go there now. We no. would have been in jail and never That's came right. back. It would be like I, Midnight I Express. Not, I don't know how to behave in a dictatorship Either country, way. so I can only see it on the on the screen. Yeah. I yeah. would do very poorly. You don't want to star in Locked Up Abroad. No, there you go. That's, but I mean, yeah. it, it is a dictatorship, I know it and is. Yeah. it is a really play, horrible place to be. Horrible. That's gay why, or to be a woman. Yes. And that's why. And again, person who does not watch these shows, when this was coming out, I was excited because of the idea behind it. But I knew that there's all these controversies behind it. I, I just thought it was a weird reach. So I was hoping, hearing this news, that they would be doing this. I'm sad to hear that they're not. Well, well we don't know. We don't, we don't know, know until yet. the episode airs tonight. This, okay. This they just got this was delivered and you know the the 12 companies or organizations they let us know yesterday yes. okay about it they're you know? planning on building the world's largest building ever constructed in dubai yeah dubai's uh, properties have surged 56 percent yeah in wow. the last year yeah 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 you know what uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. came out 10 years ago right now Ten years ago, mm-hmm. where the crowd I sing? No, 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 that hasn't been that long. Um, a book ten years it, ago. It 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 became a genre in and of itself. I think they actually called these books domestic suspense books. It had a movie. <coughs> mm-hmm. It had a movie. It's got a TV show we just learned today. Uh, Fatal Attraction. No. Oh, no? that's not ten. Fatal Attraction's older than that. That is because I took. Oh, yeah, that was in the eighties. The movie yeah. was in the eighties. Yeah. Gone Girl is ten years old. Oh, really? Flynn, Flynn was novel. on our show. Gone but Girl. that wasn't her first novel. No, it wasn't. Sharp, Sharp Objects was, but Gone Girl is. She did an interview with Entertainment Weekly for the ten year anniversary. Wow. <clears throat> and she said. Um, I think I would be surprised if I didn't do a sequel, to be honest, because Nick and Amy, the kid that they have, uh-huh. would be like, we'd be 10 years into sure. the marriage. Yeah. It could yeah. be sequel time. Um, oh, for oh. that, you know, gosh, we haven't heard from her in a while. It she feels used, like it was she written three just, books in a row that yeah. were on our show. She was on a lot and she used to write for entertainment, um, weekly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's great. But that movie Gone Girl, Ben Affleck, yep. Tyler Perry, Neil Patrick Harris, Rosamund Pike, Emily Ratajkowski. It was the first time we saw a sliver of a little male unit. Oh, oh yeah, so we beautiful. saw we saw Ben's nubbin. Yep, in the shower in the side in the shower. <laughs> yeah. Just like we a did. little tumescence, just a little. <laughs> and not saying that it was little, but we just no, saw a hint of tumescence. It we was did. the beginning of. Maybe bringing back the penis to, you know. A nice shadow. Yeah, it was a shadow. Yeah, but at least it was a shadow. So it, was like a, a, it was like a side <laughs> boob, but a, you know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There you go. All right, listen, we'll be right back with the Dirt Alert. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. What a day today has been in the world of Hollywood. It's been a busy day. Yes, it is. <laughs> it's been a busy day. Uh, concerning the Johnny Depp Amber Heard defamation case, uh, the verdict was in this afternoon. And Johnny Depp was awarded $15 million, Amber Heard $2 million, and celebrities are weighing in with their opinions oh, on right. social media. Uh, various levels of celebrities have things to say. 
say uh, some of the people that Page Six have corralled uh, their mm-hmm. opinions. Ashley Benson from Pretty Little Liars. Uh, she posted a photo of Johnny Depp on her Instagram and captioned it, yes, with heart emojis. Sharon Osbourne uh, over there in the UK on talk TV, she said, quote, wow, it wasn't what I was expecting. I mean, I do. I wanted Johnny to win, but I didn't expect him to. Uh, we also have other uh, celebrities weighing in. Amy Schumer, she went on Instagram and she didn't uh, directly address it, but she did post a quote from Gloria Steinem that read, any woman who chooses to, be- to behave like a full human being should be warned that the armies of the status quo will treat her as something of a dirty joke. She will need her sisterhood. So I, that's what I is. Oh, boy. Talk about hiding behind a big verbose statement behind Gloria Steinem. Oh, yeah. Why doesn't Amy? Why don't people just say what they mean? Exactly. Yeah. Weird. I, maybe that's why not too many celebrities are weighing in on this. I think people were truly shocked because there weren't any legal experts, Holly, that, that gave Johnny Depp any chance of winning. Sure, suppose like wait, using a quote. Um, people do that all the time to say yeah. things without saying things directly. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it is it is social media speak. You know, speaking of people who are actually saying things directly on social media, that would be Johnny Depp and Amber Heard themselves. They both have released statement on their respective social media accounts. Uh, Johnny Depp posted on his Instagram uh, saying that uh, the jury gave my life back. I am truly humbled. Amber Heard in her social media statement said the disappointment I feel today is beyond words. Yeah, but Amber Heard she, also brings up, I am sadder that I've lost the right, I thought, as an American to speak freely and openly. I've I've been publicly shamed. To me, the fact that her lies were officially refuted by being called defamation in a court of law is now she's so deluded. She believes that she's doing this for freedom of speech and as an American. I mean, she really is stretching her. She's she's yeah. making one lie after another. He could sue her for this statement. Well, so says her statement. That's what Amber Heard is saying yeah, today I know, I know. on social media. So, you know, some speculating perhaps that Amber Heard appealing the decision. Uh, we, we have- hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. We're all busy, and with Factor, eating fresh, never frozen, chef-crafted meals has never been simpler. Two minutes is all you need to heat and eat wherever you are. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Key. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals each week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash LJPod50 and use code LJPod50 to get 50% off. That's code LJPod50 at factormeals.com slash LJPod50 to get 50% off. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Yet to be, yet to know what exactly is going to be the next step in all of this. Yeah. And she signed a non-disclosure. 
agreement. And she should have never written that. She should have never, never okayed no. the ACLU. I don't know why she ever did this. Yeah. And that was the question that she never answered yeah. in court. Why did you want to be the face of this? Why did you, one yeah. and a half years after your divorce and getting your money, why did you want to have your name be yep. associated with domestic abuse, sexual violence. Why? They never asked mm-hmm. her that. Why? She didn't have a good reason. I don't know. But that's the obvious thing. It is. That was never answered. Well, so the jury has decided they today. Really uh, you know, they they have made their decision, and uh, it seems that clearly Johnny Depp has moved on with his life in, in ways that he is showing. He's over in the UK, Amber Heard here in the United States. And so... We will move forward. Yeah, I don't think he's going to go do anything. But I no. mean, really, I mean, Amber is just I feel bad for her that she is um, still not understanding what happened to her right. today in court. Right. Ten million dollars. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Guilty mm-hmm. of defamation in a case that they said would be impossible to win. Right. Well, let's move on from this story, shall we? Kim Kardashian's in the news today. She's launching her skincare line. It's going to be available later this month. And of this, she told the New York Times that, quote, if you told me I literally had to eat poop every single day, I would look younger. I might. I just might. But no word on if there's any excrement in the skincare regime that Kim Kardashian is selling you. That is so off-brand for Kim to um, use that analogy. No... um, you yeah, know, it's no, weird. No pooping on the yeah. face. <laughs> oh, well, no word on what the ingredient list oh is in gosh. the skin brand, but it is a whole complete regime that she wants you to buy. There are eight products, I believe, in total, uh, including a cleanser, a toner, exfoliator, hydrolonic acid serum, vitamin C serum, face cream, eye cream, oil drops, and night oil. Mm-mm. It's all supposed to go on your face oh, boy. at the same time. And it's clean, science-backed ingredients. Okay, but she's putting it out there. This is a big rebrand for her because she stopped uh, producing her KKW oh, Beauty and KKW yes, fragrance. Yeah, she stopped producing those, and then went to work on the skincare regime, and then now that is what's going to and, be for sale. And she wanted to get rid of the uh, W, right? Uh, yes. Yeah. Yep. Because this is skin by Kim. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So you'll be able to buy that uh, later this month if you so desire. Um. Bowden Yang, Bowen Yang, excuse me, from Saturday Night Live, says that Faye Dunaway wants to confront him, so to speak. So, Bowen Yang, one of the breakout stars of Saturday Night Live, he's on Instagram under the handle Faye Dunaway, and he's revealed that Faye Dunaway herself is aware of his social media presence and might be actually interested in doing a, a little something with him. Be afraid, Bowen. <laughs> be very, very afraid. Uh, so, he was uh, doing an interview with Live with Kelly and Ryan. He said, as of two weeks ago, I've gotten word that she knows about me having the handle and she does actually want to come on SNL and confront me on live television. Mm. Oh, she wants it sweet. to be like a weekend update kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so it's, she's probably seen what um, Whitney Houston's cousin has been doing <laughs> for, for Dion <laughs> Dion Warwick. Uh, yeah. yeah, so there's that. And, and just like that season two, we're getting a little more insight into that oh. on the cover of oh. Variety. Uh, their issue is uh, Sarah Ramirez and they played Che Diaz in season one of And Just Like That. And we're going to get even more Che. No! 
We're going to get to know them on a more deeper level. And showrunner Michael Patrick King is very much all about this. Now, uh, Sarah Ramirez said that the first season was judging a book by its cover, and season two is all about reading the book concerning Che's past and future on and just like that. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? That's too bad. That's too bad. That's just depressing. Only because Shay was not that interesting. I mean, (laughs) that's the whole thing. They've lost sight of this, that there's any... Fun in that show. Yeah. That show was such a drag. I've, I would tra- be terrified to turn 50 if I watched that show. Oh, you're so funny. <laughs> no, I would. Yeah. Oh, I would. It made, they made it look like no fun at all, when yeah. in fact, it's the most fun. Well, maybe they've get, gotten the memo, and season two will be a little more fun, and we are getting a little more Che. Michael Patrick King and Sarah Ramirez, they're both all in on the character, and they recognize that Che Diaz is a very divisive character on TV. Yeah, well, <laughs> it was just because we she was getting screen time and we would rather see Miranda or we'd rather see Care. We wanted to see one of the four. People that, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah well, and, and, and we were already like, down to three. Right, we were in the number three. <laughs> All right, well, happy Wednesday, Thank guys. Thank you, Holly. Thanks, Holly. Thanks so much. And then there was a scandal. Vintage scandal. It was quite the scandal. Oh, and to think just a mere few months ago, I I had a meltdown on a vintage scandal day about this Johnny Depp Amber Heard as we were coming to trial. Was this the Kate Moss one or no? No, No. just I just was like, we've never seen such a fall from grace. I had kind of forgotten about there have been other ones. But today, you know, the jury found Amber Heard's op-ed about being a victim of abuse that the ACLU wrote for her that she put her name to to be false and to be made with actual malice and people are wondering since the ACLU basically crafted that article will it admit to being wrong and make Johnny Depp as its new ambassador because Amber Heard is still ambassador for ACLU I'm just wondering you know because I thought like three weeks ago when the ACLU lawyer testified that they wrote 100% of that article. It sounded like it to us. And vetted it, it, and Amber agreed to put her name to it. I was just like, whoa, so will you be helping Amber with the legal fees? Yeah, who knows, Lori? You know? Just, yeah. Because that was even a strategic decision on Johnny Depp's part. That was the one thing that everyone, every legal expert pointed out over and over was that he sued her for defamation and not the media outlet where that was published, the Washington Post. Right. So anyway, so thank you, uh, Vanity Fair, for reminding me of a uh, another court battle that dominated the tabloids, but it's so long ago that many people have forgotten, weren't old enough, and because this case took place in the time of no the internet, world, uh, yeah, where there's no court TV, there's People Magazine, there's the National Enquirer, and there's Star. Yep. Okay, and the the story is uh, um, Sandra Locke and Clint Eastwood had a court battle that just dominated People. Star and the National Enquirer. Yeah. And it was, you know, she's the younger actress mm-hmm. to his powerful 
male Hollywood icon, because here's the story. So it's 1989. The actress, Sandra Locke, sued Clint Eastwood, her romantic partner of 13 years, for palimony, and the tabloids went wild. It was a breakup that had accusations of abuse. Sandra Locke accused Clint of being abusive. It had accusations of wiretapping, and it had accusations, uh, just so many things. And the, 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 the shocking thing that, that made it so talked about was because Sandra Locke and Clint Eastwood were seen as a golden couple. They'd right. made six movies together. Clint Eastwood was 58 at the time of the lawsuit, the same age Johnny Depp is. Sandra Locke died in 2018, but Sandra was 44 to Clint Eastwood's 58. So She's, 14 years, okay. Yeah, so not as big of a difference. She said she thought that Clint had broken up with her because he wasn't number one at the box office anymore or he because he was facing his mortality. I just turned 92 the other day. But anyway, the cases are kind of similar. The younger blonde actress viewed as a lesser talent, pitted against the, you know, macho movie star. And um, anyway, but they, because celebrity culture was so different in 1989 without any coverage like what we have now, um, there wasn't, it didn't make the evening news. It didn't make any of the morning news broadcasts. The afternoon shows that were on in 1989, you know, they were devoted to guests. Right. And um, there were, uh, and they were in court for 19 months, Sandra Locke and Clint Eastwood. She got breast cancer during the ordeal. That's how long it went on. But of course, no, no television proceedings because court TV didn't happen until 1991. And um, celebrity was not the lens that everybody saw everything sure. through. And the implications were similar. Um, Sandra Locke argued that she lost her career when he broke up with her. And at one point, she asked the judge to keep Clint away from their Beller home because she knew him to have a terrible temper, and he's frequently been abusive to her. Clint Eastwood denied the allegations, but her claims were not even the focus of the media coverage, Um, and it never stuck to Clint Eastwood. What the media coverage covered was the money, because it was for palimony. How dare you ask for palimony struck people as just so distasteful. Really? Yeah. And since she was, and the main reason is because Sandra was still married to her childhood friend, Gordon Anderson, whom she was a beard for, and he was gay, and they were dear friends. And who knows why they stayed married, but, you know. Okay. um, And so Clint, that was used by his side, even though he was married to his first wife when he fell in love with Sandra sure, of Locke. of course, yep, yep. And palimony, at least back in those days, was basically billed, you know, billed as it's a way for a woman to bilk a hard-earning sure. man's money. Sure. And it was a hot, hot-button issue in 1989. And um, when Sandra Locke died in 2018, her she died of a heart attack, Brought on by bone and breast cancer, Jezebel pointed out that the Hollywood reporter ran an obituary that referred to her as an embittered ex. 
Oh, wow. And called her money-grubbing. Mm-hmm. And she was called a gold digger sure. online. And she was very... You know, she had an interesting career on her own. You know, years before she met Eastwood, she'd been nominated for a supporting actor role for The Heart is a Lonely Hunter. In 1968, she would have been a young actress. And um, she argued that Clint Eastwood's midlife career was enhanced by the two of them starring in these movies. They had electric chemistry on screen together. Right. But she claimed later he got embarrassed about every which way but loose. I think that was the orangutan movie. Oh, did I that did. have the orangutan? Anyway, and they met on the set of the outlaw Josie Wales in 1975. He's married to his first wife, Maggie Johnson. And Sondra wrote in her autobiography, The Good, the Bad, and the Very Ugly, that her attraction to Clint was immediate and powerful and that he used to sing to her, She made me monogamous because he'd never been monogamous to a woman. But he did cheat on her. He had a secret two children um, with another woman, Jason Reeves. That would be Scott Eastwood, one of the kids. Yes, yes, yes. In the late 80s while he and Locke were still together. And um, anyway, in 1990, they arrived at a settlement. She got $1.5 million and a first-look deal at Warner Brothers. But she had to sue Clint Eastwood again because she had more than 30 projects that she brought to Warner Brothers that they would never take. And because um, he just said, That's right, you can't play with her, don't play with her, even right. though she had won. Um, she made a bizarre comic horror flick called Rat Boy in 1968 okay. that got her director claim. Oh, okay, you know, so she kind of knew what she was doing anyway. She had. Her lawyer basically argued and won that Clint Eastwood, they made a bogus deal with her to get that lawsuit to go away. Okay. So, um, and and he he always dismissed her as a dime novel plot, kind of out to get him, and that she just was, a, it was a money grab. But it's like real good for Clint Eastwood that all of that wasn't televised back in the day. Oh, but he kidding. settled out of court with her in the second case. Okay. She had a very good lawyer and she felt it sent a loud and clear message to Hollywood about making these look see deals that then end up getting blocked. Because apparently that was a thing that was happening. Okay. So Sandra Locke was, um, people can say, you know, that Clint Eastwood made her famous. He gave her movies, but he didn't give her movies. She got jobs. And she was a good actress and stuff. You'd so. recognize her, anyone? Oh, yeah. Her eyes. And she had a very thin brow. Yes. And uh-huh. she played the young daughter in the outlaw Josie Wales, which is where they met. So, anyways. Okay. Yeah. That was a good little just, memory history. Just kind of in light yes. of everything that's going on. There's, you know, good. I'll- I like how it was before the era of social media and yeah. TV. Oh, That's, and before Court TV, because, yeah. like, you know, Clint Eastwood, I mean, you just, we don't know yet how all of this stain of everything that's come out yeah. about both of them, how it's going to affect their career. Yeah. We have no idea, but you do feel like, um, you know, Johnny definitely is holding his head up higher mm-hmm. today with this verdict. Yep. And Amber needs to not tweet anymore no. about freedom of speech and her right as an American. Right. 
because that wasn't what this was about. 100%. Yeah, yeah I know. Oh, gosh. You can't write op-eds at our kitchen table talk. No. <laughs> no, you just can't do it. All right, we'll be right back. Uh, okay, so um, I don't know if anyone's watched Obi Wan Kenobi yet. I have. You have. Yes, I've the watched first the, three episodes. No, there's well, there's two out right now. Oh, two. Okay. I've watched the first one and about twenty minutes into the second one. So okay, it's 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 just a little bit of a setup episode. So just for warning people who are fans of the show, it's a little bit of a setup episode. There, yeah, I feel like on a show like that, you got to watch like all six episodes. Watch however many there are. Yeah, kind of like hacks, like Casey and I. Oh, did you binge some? We're all caught up. We've watched seven episodes of hacks. And um, at first it seemed like it was slow as opposed to like how much we loved it last yes. year. Yes. But you know what? Last year we waited until hacks was completely out and then watched it all at once. Right. And, you know, HBO Max drops three and then one a week. But that last uh, one where she was on the cruise. Oh, and then did you not laugh the, so hard? The bar and the oh, sexy bed so scene. Hard. It was so good. So I think like a show like Obi-Wan, like you got to, it's, it's like the Mandalorian. I just yeah. kind of waited until I watched all the Mandalorian. I was like, I like that show. Yeah, this one, I after watching these first two, I'm going to wait till I get them all, and I'm going to binge it like you said. It's 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 exciting news for Star Wars fans. This is one of the most anticipated Star Wars series of all time. This character, Obi-Wan Kenobi, is one of the most popular characters. Right, and that's you and McGregor. And that's you and McGregor, yes. I and mean, Hayden Christensen and Darth Vader being voiced by James Earl Jones, right? who's the original, and why yeah. wouldn't you ask him? Yeah, it's it, well, they thought they might bring in the, the younger Anakin Skywalker as that voice. But yeah, no, it's, okay. it's got a lot of hype behind it. Well, it's got a lot of hype and apparently there's a new character in this world, Inquisitor Reva, played by Moses Ingram. She's a woman. Okay. Moses is a woman. Well, apparently uh, there's like a lot of Star Wars fans that are racist and are outraged that there's a black woman. Really? That's what Ewan McGregor is talking about. Oh, jeez. She had to go to Disney, just like I remember Kelly Tran and some other... Mm -hmm. Oh, what was Star it? Wars iteration? You know, she, the people like, how dare you be an Asian woman and playing that? I don't know what it is about Star Wars that brings well, out, but John Boyega, remember he John was Boyega fed, he got was targeted. Thin, and I'm thank you to our producer we're bringing yes. in. She gave me that information, but he yes. spoke out about his you know race and everything with oh, how his were, character was completely shut out of the last two movies, three movies that Star Wars released. So Ewan McGregor, who doesn't have Instagram or Twitter, he did get on somebody's. I saw handle that. today and just standing up uh, for Moses and we're going to just uh, play his words. Way to go, Ewan. This weekend, Star Wars fans made uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi, Obi-Wan Kenobi the most watched Disney Plus original series premiere of all time. And for that, I would say a big thank you. And uh, it just goes to show what this family can do when we all pull together. However, um, it seems that some of the fan base from this influential fan base have decided to attack Moses Ingram online and send her the most horrendous racist DMs. And I heard some of them this morning and it just broke my heart. Moses is a brilliant actor. She's a brilliant woman. And she's absolutely amazing in this series. She brings so much to the series. She brings so much to the franchise. And it just sickened me to my stomach to hear that this had been happening. I just want to say, as the leading actor in the series, as the executive producer in the series, that we stand with Moses. We love Moses. And if you're sending her bullying messages, 
you're no Star Wars fan in my mind. There's no place for racism in this world. And uh, I totally stand with Moses. Yeah, and you know, she plays a villain, but Star Wars fans have embraced villains this forever. Is, well, and they embrace Samuel L. Jackson when yeah. he was a part of Star Wars. Yeah, this yeah, is, yeah. It's this just is something. Vicious. This is something, and you know, I was just having a discussion with you. You know, of, it's bad when they go to the star of the thing where you say that. Because last before Disney just ignored this mm-hmm. with Kelly Tran and John Boyega. They, they did. kind of ignored it. They can't now. They can't. No. And it's, it's, and I think, and we and were. And now just, they're wondering who's going to call Johnny Depp. That's a great, Pirates of the great point. But yeah, you know, and I and not that this is the right reason, yeah. but maybe these people and we were just talking about this because they feel like there's this forced diversity thing going on, I guess, maybe. And oh. that's why they're complaining, you know, what? which is complete nonsense. nonsense. But 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 that's kind of from what some reading and some and discussions I've had that that's where they're at with this is that it, they feel like it's forced diversity, which is the oh, dumbest thing that on the is planet. The dumbest thing ever. Yeah. No, it's yeah, completely yeah, yeah. nonsense. Yeah. So. Great show, though. Check it out. She does great as a villain. Yeah. Check it out. Wait till they all come out. Like you said, binge it. You'll enjoy it. Yeah. And yeah. and then I guess Top Gun now faces being banned in China after Why? putting... Because in the 1987 or 86 original, Tom Cruise wore a jacket that featured Taiwan and Japanese flags. So when they released this trailer... They had the back of his jacket with no tie. Remember, Chinese are very sensitive about yes, Taiwan. Yes, they would yes, like to yes. run over that country the way uh, Russia's run over the Ukraine. Anyway, uh, but they've they've now put it back on Tom's the jacket. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. He wears a leather uh, bomber jacket commemorating his father's battleship tours to Japan and. Taiwan, 63 to 84. So anyway, uh, Hollywood is kind of happy about that because they're just like, oh, that. I guess Tom Cruise's movie made enough money. They don't have to worry about the Chinese censors. Finally. Yeah. yeah. But Leah Remini wants us to not forget that Tom is part of a dangerous cult. I love so it. it's just like, whoa. And Tony Ortega, if you uh, read the Daily Beast, there's a good story in there. Oh, yeah. Oh, just good. kind of about... How they have tried to figure out how to get that tax exempt status away from Scientology. I know. For well, other reasons, you know, sure. child labor child laws, la- trafficking, law, whatever. Right. They're trying to build a case, but they're so secretive. But anyway, I just kind of was like, oh, Tom's movie made that much money. They can put that back in the film. Isn't that something? Did yeah. you guys watch um, Bobby Brown at all? I, I DVR'd it, Joel, okay. but I didn't have a chance to read it or watch it. Did you? A little bit. He seems really happy. It's kind of sweet. All right. I I just watched like 10 minutes. Okay. I mean, not a lot. That's a taste. It's a taste. It's a taste. It's a taste. I'm going to have a great night. See you guys. Thank you. Thank you.